It's time now for Acme Radio Gear Gap, featuring your favorite musicians talking about the music gear they use on tour and in the studio. Brought to you in part by IK Multimedia, musicians first. Now here's your host, Eric Dahl. Acme Radio Gear Gap, coming to you from the heart of Music City, Nashville. And, you know, I've got some great guests on. They've actually been on TV with me before. I've got Uncle Cy and the Psychotics. That is Uncle Cy, Marsha Robertson, and Bridget Tatum. Woohoo! Hey! Hello! Yes. It's so nice to have you guys on the show. You know, we had so much fun on TV. I thought, you know, I got to get them on Acme Radio Gear Gab to talk about stuff too, so we can sort of dig into the the album and the songs and how all this stuff came about. And and Cy, you said you've been practicing a lot lately. Yeah, I spend four days a week with my voice coach and timing coach. Okay. <laughs> Which, you know, I've tell people when they ask them, well, what was harder, you know, TV, doing a show on TV or the music? I said, look, I didn't have to even think about it, nothing about the show. I just showed up and was myself. I said, I've actually got to work for a living now. <laughs> Welcome okay. to the music industry. Because music, okay, Bridget's favorite term to me is, Sigh, there's a lot of moving parts going on here. <laughs> we know? don't tell him about all those parts. Oh, no. my goodness. No, no, and I'm learning. She is correct, okay, because, you know, the last show we did in, in Texas, okay, I got to enjoy the crowd and was interacting with them and then just went brain dead, and there goes that song. I had done <laughs> done wonderful all night, uh, and then I blew it on the last song, which I know like the back of my hand. You know, and I think it happens to all of us to where, uh, you know, and I'm sure Bridget can say, and Marsha as well, to where sometimes I need somebody to just give me the first word. Uh-huh. And if you can give me the first word, I'm golden. But if I don't have that first word, it's like, how does this song start? Either you that know? or you get a look from Bridget and you're like, oh, crap, what are the words? <laughs> is that how we're starting this? This is how we're starting this. You okay. Know, I, I like it that we're straight out of the box with this. I'm full well, voice look, this time that we're talking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, look, I'm just being honest here. Okay. Well, you know, and I was going to bring up, too, to where, you know, a, a lot of our listeners will know Uncle Cy and, and obviously Marsha and stuff from Duck Dynasty. You had uh, 11 seasons. 130 episodes what a great run no no five years worth of yeah that's amazing how incredible and yeah. and so many people uh you know after we all got together and did the uh, fox 17 rock and review were like well you know are they really how they seem on tv i said yeah there's n- there's no acting there no, well he, he's worse i was just gonna say <laughs> worse you know that's what they say okay with all of them. everybody on the show they would say is i really like that and they said no y'all just get a little portion of him He's way, way worse in worse. real life. Mm-hmm. Well, I liked it that you came into the radio studio today, and and you're actually carrying your own jug of iced tea. Because I'd already told him, it's like, well, I'm probably going to have to get size some iced tea and get the ladies something. And you come in with your own prepared jug. No, he, no, he the, made it his own. Yeah, last I cook night. it. I cook it myself. Okay. You cook it. You're cooking yeah. your own tea. Yeah, you're I cook my own tea, tea now. My wife. I'm so my glad wife, you said tea. Yeah, when I'm home, my wife. <laughs> yeah. my wife brews it. Okay. It ain't shine, it's iced tea, <laughs> it's, just for the right. record. Just say, for it's got to be shine. And I said, no, it ain't shine. It's just, it's, you know, I said, I'm the one that shines, okay? And the tea's just a, a prop. You know, most people said, okay, look, is that a, you know, that was just a prop for the show, right? And yeah. I said, look, I may leave home without my wife, oh, Lord. but I'm never going to leave home without my Tupperware cup and my jug of iced tea. That's the truth. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. It, it goes where I go. But but it's, but it's honest. You know, we were talking earlier, you know, before we started the show to where it's like, it's just an honesty, I think, that comes through. And and same thing with, with all three of you on the music to where, and you and I were talking, Sida, where some people thought, ah, this is just a for fun album. This is more of a comedy thing. And it's not. It's, it's legitimate music. 
that you guys have really worked hard on, and, and it shows, I think, in the quality of the music. Thank Look, you for that. One of the things that when we was doing all this and recording it, okay, I, 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 I'm a I'm my own worst critic, okay? So we're doing it, we record the song, and then, you know, Chad plays it back, our engineer, you know, and I'm going, all right, there's got to be something wrong with this. You know, I'm the one singing this. <laughs> you know, and I said, and then it's actually good. Well, that's because you know? Bridget produced it. Well, yeah, no, no, but, yeah. I'm serious. I don't know. That's There's what's a so, lot of great producers in town. About it. Okay. Well, but it does. I mean, I think, you know, and, and I told you, and I was honest. I mean, you know, I, I thought your voice sounded very good. I think all three of you sound great. And, and also, you've got a great backup band. But you guys are, are true musicians and performers, and you're working at this side. But no, you know? that's one thing now, okay, is that that's the difference between the show and here with the music career, okay, is I'm actually having to put in. 10 times more time in this right than I did in the show. But I he, just he I literally it. just showed up for the show and was me. This here, I've got to actually go every day practice singing, you know, the man is helping me saying, "Okay, now look, you're you're trying to you're the using the the mic stand as a crutch and you know, you've got to have this stage <laughs> personality and all this." Right. You know, well, like Bridget said, oh my goodness, there is a lot more to this. You know, you just think it's all glamour and glitter. Nope. No, there's a whole lot of hard work that oh, yeah. goes into oh, being yeah. a artist. Foot well, blisters, sweat, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, band-aids. Well, you know, and, and, and Marsha, too, uh, you know, you kind of pulled Uncle Cy into this. You know, yeah. this was kind of like your brainchild. Kinda, and then, yeah. And then you guys enlisted Bridget also. <laughs> Who is a Nash- enlisted? I who, like enlisted. Who is a Nashville, a Nashville fixture? You know, from she was a happy bonus. <laughs> no, no. Look, she actually blamed this on Jesus. Now, now, I did. Here, here's I the did thing. earlier. Yeah. Here, but I guess in a way, it's not blame. Okay. He is responsible yeah. for us being together. Right. He's gonna have to own okay. it. Okay. Well, he so is. So we're gonna have to own yeah. it. I, I mean, it, it was like an unfinished yeah. puzzle, and she just fit the mold of of. The rest of the crazy. That, that's a nice way of saying she's crazy. Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm you know, here. She's being sweet. Are y'all the doing this here. to me? Because I'm on the end. That's oh, why you know, you're doing this to me. Because no, I'm on the last we love you. I told you. I've and from looking at the album, I never would have gotten the crazy part with you guys in a hot no. tub with rubber chickens yeah. and duck. He nuts. didn't have no, any no. underwear on Look. in there. I just want to say oh, that. Good say grief. that. When you buy this tell the whole world that I am. How far does this reach out? How many people are we getting to? No, no. Look, you gotta love this picture. It's amazing. Really, okay. to you really it's even better now if they you know you got nothing on. It, you need to buy Uncle Sign Psychotics. Just uh, to see the deal. inside pictures. Just to it's see the it. inside pictures. The, okay. the price of admission, you know, just yeah. for that. Well, And yeah. I was going to bring up, too, Marsha. I mean, you've been singing since you were a little girl. I have. And, and you know, where, where did you get your start and everything, singing and getting into the whole music deal? Um, My daddy, he uh, he would go to work every day. And he worked really hard, and he would come home from work and go take his shower, and then we would go sit on the bed together. He'd pull out his guitar, and I'd sing with him. Wow. And that's where it all started. How great is that? And then just keeping on the tradition. So what what was in your mind when you're thinking, yeah, I think we need to put a band together? Uh, <laughs> yeah, what was in well, your mind? Because everybody wants to know. The band wants to know. Well, I mean, we, we've already come to the conclusion that I'm crazy because I married into the family. <laughs> and that was after she had met me. Yes, okay. unfortunately So it was. that makes her 
98% crazy. But his son is really, really cute. So, you know, it's just, it's that Robertson charm, That runs in the family. Oh, Lord. (laughs) As is evidence from the hot It's that beard. (laughs) We, uh, it actually all started when Christine was talking about how they never had a wedding because oh. somebody took her to the courthouse with a cigar wrapper that Robertson charm ring. kicking in. Yeah. And uh, she wanted a wedding. She'd always wanted a wedding. So Ashley um, Howard Nelson, which is Corey Robertson's sister right. and one of my really good friends, um, her and I came up with the idea hey, let's do a, a vow renewal. And wow. then Ashley and her husband, Jay Nelson, are a pretty integral part of you know nashville, nashville. they're out here oh, they've, yeah. they've got friends and connections and she went hey you've always wanted to sing and you've always wanted to record a song why don't we do an album as a surprise for christine because she had connections to kicks brooks oh which is gosh. one of christine's favorite artists yeah brooks so and Dunn. Um, oh yeah he aside actually unbeknownst to a lot of people did a song with kicks brooks and we put together an album, and that's where all this started. Oh, my god! And gosh. then he got bit by the bug, and he's like, hey, we should go do this. This is fun. <laughs> and so, how, Bridget, I got to know how. Because, <laughs> I mean, you know, the funny thing was, you know, after we talked the last time, you know, and I mentioned Bridget's name, and a lot of people in the Nashville songwriter music community know her from working with a lot of different musicians. And so, how did you become a part of the Psychotics? I told you I'm blaming it on Jesus. <laughs> I was uh, I wasn't even supposed to be in town. I'd bought a ticket to get out of town and head to South Carolina for Thanksgiving, like I usually would. And a manager that I know, it's a friend of mine, called me to play a veteran show for free in the Losers parking lot. And I'm like, I got a ticket to go home. I'm gone. I'm I'm not going to be able to play that show. And she goes, I think you should think about it. Like, no, no, nobody says think about it when you say I can't do it. That was and a I hard said, no. I said, listen, it's going to be a lot for me to change this ticket. And honestly, I'll do anything for a charity that I can. But I'm, you know, it's a lot of money and I'm headed home and I want to go. And I was in the middle of a transition of leaving a house, going into my farm. And it, everything was just happening at one time. Yeah. And so I got another phone call, and she was like, hey, did you think about it? And I'm like, I did think about it, and it's going to be like $350 to change this ticket. And uh, my pocketbook says no, and I, I'm going home. And so she said, well, I just think you should think about it. And I'm like, well, who is playing? Like, what is this? You know, I mean, there's so many things that happen in Nashville, all kind of charity events. And so she goes down the list, and she gets to this crazy man over here. And I'm like, whoa, 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 back up. What? I said, Take what did you just say? Oh. And she goes, well, well, Uncle Si said, like, from that duck show? And she said, yeah. And that I duck said, show. well, what's he doing? Like, he's just going to be walking around or so? She goes, no, he's got a band. <laughs> and I'm like, no, 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 no way. She goes, yeah, apparently he's got a band and they're coming to sing and, and he does this thing with his daughter-in-law. And she goes, I just think you should think about it. And I'm like, I did think about it. So at that point, I'm like, okay, this is at the point of don't think about it anymore. It's time to pray about it because this is a pressing thing that continues on. Right. So I did, and the answer was uh, call your best friend and make her make the decision. And so her name is Leah, <laughs> but we always call each other love. And so I'm, I said, love, I, I got a dilemma. <laughs> as, <laughs> as I says, a dilemma. No, dilemma. Oh. And she goes, well, what's going on? I tell her. And so long and short, she goes, well, you know, I've got to pray about it. And I said, well, okay, I need you to kind of hurry up because i got to change this ticket. <laughs> so pray and, quick. And it's going to be, it's so gonna be really expensive. One. And so uh, she came back and she uh. goes, I know you want to come home. I know you've been through this move. I know you're probably really stressed out. And I was at that time. There's just so many moving parts oh, and yeah. things going on in my life. 
And she said, I know the last thing you probably want to do is go play something right now. She said, but you just need to be at this show, and I don't know why. And I said, Love, it's going to be. She goes, you ask me to pray about it and tell you. And that's what I did. And she goes, that's the message. And so I said, okay, Don't I'm going to change the, the ticket. Yeah. I'm going to change the ticket. I changed it. And that night, uh, actually, you guys came and, and sang with me the night prior because I happened to we be did. doing something at the Tin Roof. And I said, well, tell them to come over if they want to jump up. And they did. And we were up there, uh, you guys and myself and Big Kenny. Yep. Oh, my god. We gosh. were all up there. And, Kenny's and, so great. Yeah, he's insane. He wouldn't trade hats with Cy, though. That was not <laughs> no, going to He wouldn't let me wear his hat. And so who knew? I end up on the bus with them the next night, and it was more like we were family. How mm-hmm. Well, I guess because my family's crazy, too. That's how all this does work together. I told you, together. she fits in. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> you know, we talked on the bus, and we started talking about songs, and they'd played me some stuff, and actually Vinny remembered that, and, and I was like, yeah, these don't really sound like kind of songs, you know. They there's better songs that could be written, and and you should think about it. We were thinking through songs and sounds and things yeah. like that, and then uh, yeah, what two week three weeks later, <laughs> hey, you want to join the band, <laughs> Randy? <laughs> I was like, Kawhi, Kawhi, uh, and so I love it. It, it all came together. But really, in, in all honesty, I'm not saying that as blame on Jesus. I guess I am grateful for all of this crazy in my life because at that time I didn't know I was in the middle of starting a tour, doing what I was going to do as a, right. as a singer songwriter. And then this thing hit in the middle of all of that. Bam! Here we are. Well, you know, your, your album uh, that was out too, uh, a taste of sex, church, and chicken. Mm-hmm. I just like to bring up because I got that. Sign doesn't you. have that copy yet. I'm sure he'll <laughs> yeah. have eighteen thousand questions when That's, I get yeah, in the truck. Minus signs. Sorry, well, right let there, me tell so. you that that record that I, I recorded that in Vegas and I mean life is full of everything and I was do, in the middle of an interview and they said well tell us about your music tell us what it is and so I started going in this long thing and she goes no Bridget sum it up sum it up like three words your I said elevator fine talk. I said uh, my music is sex church and chicken <laughs> <laughs> and it stuck and, and it made a really great t-shirt <laughs> yeah. yeah well you can tell the, the CD part is still in my car I love in, it in the play position I love so. it Pretty yeah, pretty neat. Well, we're going to take a listen to one of the songs now. It's so much fun having you guys on the show. Uh, so this is off the uh, the first album of Uncle Sign the Psychotics, and uh, this is the Yeehaw song. Sign, do you want to set this up any? No, let them hear it live, boys. We're not going to set it up. All right, grab your tea and get ready for this one, the Yeehaw song by Uncle Sign the Psychotics. To us, coffee isn't just a beverage. It's a community. It's an accumulation of the global network of fair trade farmers through the independently owned coffee shops working together to bring the freshest coffee to their local neighborhood. I'm Nate. And I'm Jimmy. And we're roasters and baristas of one of Nashville's finest coffee shops, Ethan Roast. On Coffee and the Podcast, we'll dive deep into coffee trends, the craft culture of brewing, and answer all your questions about how these coffee communities impact your daily lives. So tune in to listen live every Wednesday morning at 10 a.m. via acmeradiolive.com. show is also available on all podcast platforms. Thanks for tuning in to Acme Radio Gear Gab. To listen to this song and the full show playlist, head to acmeradiolive.com and check out the Gear Gab page under archives. And that is the <laughs> Yeehaw song off of Uncle Sign the Psychotics. And what a, what a great sounding song on that. I mean, it's just a lot. Of, it's a fun song. Thank you. It was a you lot know, of fun. And, and the, the instrumentation, the vocals and everything sound incredible. It was funny, you know, we're, we're talking while we're listening to the song right then, and Uncle Cy is singing along, and I think he was singing your lady's parts yeah. uh, during yeah. that. I know, I'm sure. Does that happen on stage yeah. a lot, too? Uh, of uh, course or, it does. Oh, yeah. He just comes in where he wants to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised he hasn't oh, yeah. broke into, like, something just way off the charts where we're like, what are you doing? Yeah. Well, I'm sure no. that'll come sometime Sometimes soon. he likes to take the high notes, too. That well, always gets really interesting. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, I haven't sang in your song yet. 
And I do that out of respect when you sing about your dad. Oh, that's because we right. send you. That's because we send you off the stage. Because I know that one yeah. too, but I said no, I don't need to that's do okay. that. That's okay. That's it. why you get to go to the green room when I'm right. when I'm doing that song. But that's you know, why we and, send him off the stage. And once again, too, yeah. Marsha, while we're talking about that song, I, I think that's such a heartfelt song that you did for your father on the album. Thank you. With with Garrison, do you want to talk about that a minute? That one's really kind of difficult for me to do on stage sometimes. Yeah. Uh, we just played a show for Lulu Roman from Hee Haw. Oh, my gosh. Um, it was to benefit the Randy Travis Foundation. Yeah. Which, that is amazing. Um, I think Bridget and I both broke down. Oh, I started bawling. I was, <sighs> yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't yeah. even ashamed. I was like, um, I can't do it. I can't. I can't. Yeah, Kim, was, Kim, too, was crying. Yeah, so yeah. I was, <laughs> I was up oh there to gosh. do that song, and my dad loved Randy Travis. So I had to hold it together wow. during the last part of that song, and I just about broke down. It's, it's really a story that's been wanting to be written right. for 25 years, and it took Bridget and Jesus to finish writing <laughs> that song. Well, you know, and, and once again, you know, I, I think it's one of the songs on the album that it really comes through how heartfelt and honest it is when you're performing it and, and just the lyrics. And, and I think it's one of those songs where you can visualize it. No, no. When Chad and when she was recording this, okay, Bridget and Chad were saying, well, darling, you need to do this, you know. And, and I, I kept, I was sitting over there and I, I started to get up and say something. And I said, because I knew she was having a rough time with it. Right. It's just personal to her, mm-hmm. you know. And, and finally they, they said, well, don't, you know, and I was just fixing to stand up when, when Marcia said, hey, we need to take a break from this. I, I, I need to get my head back where I can actually sing it. Mm-hmm. You know, right. Right now yeah. I'm too, I'm, I'm involved in what was happening at that day. Mm-hmm. It's different. Definitely. Sitting yeah. down and writing the song took us, yeah. what, about two hours? Yeah. Yeah. I think wow. it took us, yeah, about two about hours. two hours to write the song. That's amazing. Um, Only two hours. But writing it and going in the studio and recording it, mm-hmm. It's so different. Oh, yeah. So Especially different. when somebody's saying, well, darling, you need to, you know, sing this part a little bit better. Well, you want you wanna you know, to you wanna bring that emotion out. Yeah. Totally. But you yeah. don't want to get to the point where you're like <laughs> where you're a blubbering mess yeah. and right. they're like, okay, yeah. you're done. Yeah. And, so. and then, like you said, too, I mean, I, I, and what a great thing with, uh, with Randy Travis and everything. Then you've got to oh, go gosh. out and perform it in front of a huge audience and kind of detach yourself. No, no. Because if you get too emotionally involved, yeah. you can't get through it. Yeah. That it's... happened to be right here in Nashville, and she got tickled at me. She said, I've never seen you that nervous before. <laughs> I sang George Jones. He stopped loving her, and I was singing it, looking at Miss Nancy. Oh, my gosh. His wife. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, and I was just. Wow. You know, you know, and she said, I ain't never seen you. I said, I'm for like crying jello. out. looked like jello. It yeah. was funny. Yeah. I said, for crying out loud, I'm singing the man's song to the man's wife you yeah. Know, yeah, I'm nervous. I'm a nervous wreck. You know, but yet, you know, how many million people watched you on TV and you weren't nervous at all? No. And you were basically running the TV show. No, I got <laughs> news. No, no. I got news for them backstage That's what's before so crazy. he goes out. That's what's so crazy. Look, but in my opinion, to get back to her song, okay, that's the best song on that six song EP we have. It's, it's, it's a great song, song about her dad. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very heartfelt. Yeah. I, I really enjoy it. And I want to make sure, too, when our, our listeners for Acme Radio Gear Gab, um, you know, when when you buy the album or download it, be sure and check that out. That Garrison is track five. And uh, just, a, just a great song. Very heartfelt. Yeah. 
Now, Bridget, I was going to bring up too, you know, with, with your music and with all of your songwriting and everything, what are you playing guitar-wise now? Bedell. Bedell is ah. a, an amazing sponsor of mine, and about, I have one particular model they gave me that I love. It's my baby, and then I have one just like it. It doesn't sound as good as that one, so I have really? one Bedell that I adore, that guitar. Yeah, they are so wow. good to me. Wow, so, so did you... Uh, did you meet Tom and, and get on board with the whole company? I met Tom in Iowa. I was the first <laughs> band that played Mr. Tom's actual Irish pub that he had in his massive house on the lake there. Oh, my God. They packed in 250 people into this pub, and we rocked the walls off of that place. You know, and, and now he spends so much time here in Nashville oh, also yeah. with, you yeah. know, two old yeah. hippies. Hey and, and Molly, yeah. Yeah, but those are great guitars. They're you know, they're, they're fantastic guitars, and they are so sweet to me about any guitar that i need they're so sweet to me so so in the studio and touring with the psychotics and everything that's all you're using out right now my bedell yep wow yeah i love it so that well any other uh, any other amps or any other gear that you are especially in love with at the moment that you're no, using not at the moment uh i'm looking into an electric size in the middle of building guitars right now that'll have the symbol, symbols on that we have in no. our merch so wow. I, he, but get this hang on time out yeah i'm left-handed <laughs> Guess what kind of guitar he's building? Uh, a right, right-handed right guitar. Right -handed. I mean, I just like, I don't know. Maybe I play guitar for you and, and write the songs. I don't know. Maybe you would maybe have me play the guitar on stage. I don't know. Just to throwing it out there. This is why I'm sitting in the yeah. middle. It's a good yeah. idea, Marsha, and I'm glad you're there. Uh -huh. too. Yeah. <laughs> the princess keeps us apart. Uh -huh. <laughs> no, but anyway. And brings us together. Yeah, and yeah. brings us together. Yeah. But. You know, you gotta you gotta think about this, okay? I just spent a a lot of money, okay? I ordered three guitars. One of them will be the band's lead guitar, okay? Ooh. Okay, that's Brian will be yeah. playing it, and Brian is okay. incredible. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's incredible. That's my boy. And, uh, that's guitar's end, okay? And he is the guitar man. Oh yeah. All right. Then the other one will be for me when I learn how to play it. <laughs> So you got to think about that. I Don't ordered three guitars, money. okay, and I can't even play this silly hear, thing. Do you hear yet. the order of this I, malarkey I do. down here? Yeah, I do, <laughs> but hold on. Get to get to number three. Let's, and number let's three get to number three because it's not be, for Bridget. No, it's not. It's for a <laughs> a eighteen year old young man that's teaching me how to play the guitar. Ah, this is his like okay. kind of grease in the wheel. Yeah, that's his. That's his payment uh, payment out of this. Uh -huh. Okay, this if is, he gets a nice guitar, this is like. If, if and when he can get me to play in it. <laughs> this is his 15th teacher, just just to put this in perspective. What are you doing to the teachers, Cy? Uh, what are you doing to the teachers? Not what? learning look. how to play guitar. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Yo, look, when you're as dumb as a rock musically. But you're okay. smart as a stump. Yo. <laughs> but you make you I'm make smart reeds. As a stump. You make the, reeds. That was, I think, Cy, that must be a cypress stump because I go in the swamp all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but you you make duck call reeds though those are kind of musical i did i was gonna say he don't make nothing yeah now. i don't make nothing now but Except music yeah. he makes, he makes, he makes he music makes no he cooks that he makes trouble yeah. he makes music trouble and z's yeah i do not make trouble no it you are it just trouble. follows you it just follows him right well now, i i know for a while too you were uh talking with an old buddy of mine uh travis perry yep and uh, and uh, Travis uh, Travis came on the show a long time ago with his uh, chord buddies. Uh -huh. yep. But you got to play the real chords. Well, no, uh, no. He uh, gave me one of them. Look, that's what's so crazy that drives me insane. <laughs> I can make the chords, and every time I run upon somebody that plays the guitar, I said, fellas, here's the question for y'all. 
teach me, say something that will make me where I can make music. And they said, what are you talking about? Well, can you make the chords? I said, look, I can make the six chords that they told me all I needed to play thousands of songs. Hey, I can make tell you me, something. Make me play guitar. Hold on. I can, I, can, I, can, I can tell you something. I can give you a phrase like that a will make you play right? guitar. Uh, give me a phrase. Air guitar. You could be a See, I've already that. done that with Chris Cagle, okay? <laughs> Travis Travis Perry uh, was actually his second guitar teacher. Really? His, his first guitar teacher was um, some CDs that he bought with a an amp, a guitar. Oh, gosh. Oh, is that like the Esteban? Yeah. Sorry, yes, yeah. that's exactly yeah. what it was. And look, it was an excellent, it was 14, 14 DVDs. Right. Okay. You got to be careful when you watch QVC. No, no, well, here's, the <laughs> here's the thing. Look. All he taught me was is what a great guitar man he is. Right. Okay. Right. He right. did not teach and, me and a how nice to play. Hat, but not a hat any better than yours. No. But so, yeah. So Travis comes down, right? <laughs> yes. And he goes, This is foolproof. I can teach you how to play. Mm-hmm. No. Ain't gonna happen. Oh, I could have blown that <laughs> so, so out of ran the water. Off Travis. But no, no, look, we actually done a a, uh, a little deal at Willie's Diner. Okay. And I'm out there, and Travis, I've got the chord buddy on. Okay? Oh, yeah. All you do is mash four buttons. Right. Okay, so they start playing the songs, and he said, hey, look, just you got to get the strumming down. So I said, okay. So, hey, look, I'm just getting after it. you know. And they videoed this thing. Yeah. Okay? So after the event, they go home, and Travis calls me, and he said, hey, look, man, the band watched you on the video. He said, you got the strumming down. There it is. He said, all you need to do is learn how to make the chords now to get rid of the chord, buddy. Yeah. Well, I, I heard now. button. I was like, is this Guitar Hero? I got you now. I was like, <laughs> That's what? the other one. You could play You could play Guitar <laughs> Hero. Oh, push the buttons. <laughs> okay. That might work. You push the blue one, and it's a G chord. I make so much yeah. music by just pushing buttons on my guitar. should see what I can do. <laughs> Well, you well, know, that I don't mean, work. it would be nicer <laughs> oh. if he got you one with, you know, the symbols on it. Oh, but no. That was I, that's a good that thing I have Bedell in my but life, look, right? I forgot to tell you this. I can't get you a guitar from these people. Because they, they, they don't know. I asked them. I said, look, I want to I buy my bandmate an acoustic electric guitar, left-handed. And they said, oh, we don't make the acoustics. We only make the... Uh, I guess what it is man. Electric? I'm talking about electric. going electric boogie woogie. That's what oh, I'm you talking want an about. Electric one? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. If, well, I'm I'll have to call them back. Noise. Yeah, you'll have to see if they'll do a southpaw one. Yeah, uh, I need yeah. a southpaw one for yeah. sure. For okay. sure. You know, there is actually Bridget. And I'm sure you know this. There's there's a music store that only sells to left-handed musicians. I think it's called Southpaw Guitars. Yeah. And there's an upcharge if you want a right-handed guitar. Yeah. Because usually it's the opposite way. Yeah, we we I can't even go play anything. I have to take a right-handed guitar player with me. And go, hey, would you play that thing? Let me see what it sounds like. You have like. to be like Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. And then How's the action? Look, look right? for me. Look, you ought to be able to turn it upside down and play it. You ought to be able to play it at all, and you can't. Well, hey, <laughs> then hey, I'm gonna put it on your back. You're gonna have to teach me. Oh Lord, uh, you know. Oh, I thought he was gonna say I'm gonna put it on your back right. and make you carry it. I was gonna be like, well, that's just that's another example of science. Science. His wife, my mother-in-law, is actually left-handed. So you would think that really? he would be a little bit nicer. Wow. So right. do you, now I got to ask too, Cy, now yeah. with learning the guitar, working on your vocals and all this kind of stuff, do you have, you know, most of us have like a little practice room. Do you have like a practice room? No, I drive, I drive my wife nuts while <laughs> I'm he's home. got a recliner. That's why I look. Don't <laughs> no, no, look. He when I'm, I'm gone, 
Her and Tina, okay, the lady help take care of her. Yeah, they have a blast. Okay. <laughs> so they just wait for you to leave and then oh, they, they wait till the party starts. Out, baby. Right? <laughs> look, here, here's the day, here's how it starts. I get up about nine thirty, ten o'clock in the morning, okay? Grab my guitar, get in my recliner, turn the T V on, put access T V on. <laughs> oh gosh. See who's on there. Right. Okay. Okay, okay, we got, you know, all right, we got the Because uh, Access little TV big teaches him yeah. so much we got about the music big industry. So, hey, yeah. man, I'm hey that's the whole music industry. <laughs> 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 right. But you know, that's how he got educated on this and, thing. And so, and so then you have to leave the house for the voice lesson. That's right. I have to leave the house, and they both say, oh, good grief. <laughs> so thankful you're going to, to practice. We are so oh, sick of you. I love this. Okay, well. I'm going to ask somebody else because you didn't want to answer anything last time, Sai. So I'm going to ask uh, Marsha, tell me a, a little bit about, we're going to play Throwback Man. And, oh. and this one is featuring Sai. It so, is. Uh, so talk to us a little bit about this. That's one of my favorites, although I love them all. I'm, I'm biased, though. Uh, that song started because this man is technologically challenged. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's a a nice way to say the boy is plumb stupid technically technology does not like him we we have learned that the hard way um but i think all three of us wanted to write a song about obviously the throwback men though those who represent what men used to be i guess um bridget's papa and my dad were were very much throwback men, just yeah. like Cy. You know, there were, you drive an old truck. Yeah. You, you get up and change the channel. You know, there, there were things that just were, and it was how life was, and you worked hard, and it was ingrained in their DNA, I really, truly believe. So it it's a very sentimental song about, the things that we love about those three men. Wow. How awesome. Let's take a listen to it right now. This is Throwback Man off Uncle Cy and the Psychotics. Sometimes you've had a rough week. Start your weekend off early every Thursday with drink specials provided by Acme Radio Live. Join us every Thursday from 4 to 7 on the second floor of Acme Feed and Seed for the Acme Radio Live Happy Hour. Acme Radio Live DJs will be setting the mood with some vibey tunes while you enjoy a $7 domestic beer and a shot. All you have to do is subscribe to our YouTube channel. By subscribing to the Acme Radio Live YouTube channel, you have incredible content at your fingertips and a beer and a shot in your belly. Yay, beer! So subscribe today and join us every Thursday from 4 to 7 on Acme's second floor for a much-needed happy hour. Thanks for tuning in to Acme Radio Gear Gab. To listen to this song and the full show playlist, head to acmeradiolive.com and check out the Gear Gab page under Archives. And that is the throwback man off Uncle Cy and the Psychotics' first album, first hopefully of many. And uh, and we were talking while we were listening to that song. And Cy, your voice just sounds incredible on that. Uh, it's, it's very natural, and I think we can all relate to friends and family that are throwback men, you know. And and Bridget was talking, you know, having to you know work on writing that song specifically for <laughs> you and about you know you know her family and as well. It's like. Uh, it, 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 you sort of have to work outside of yourself, wouldn't you say, Bridget? Oh yeah, you definitely do. Like that song's close to me because of my papa, and, and like we were just talking, the anniversary of his death is tomorrow, and so every time I'm on stage with Cy and he's singing that, it kind of makes me think, you know, if my papa was here right now, he'd tell me, he'd tell me he liked that one. He may not say he liked <laughs> everything that I ever had my name on that I wrote, but he'd 
he'd tell me he liked that one. So I got to play it for my nana at the kitchen table, and she did look up from her. Uh, she had her water sitting there, and she looked up, and she goes, now that's a good song. <laughs> Look at that. So finally, wow. after all these years, she's country wasn't, but this one is the one. <laughs> yeah. She, maybe not so much on the, you know, with, with the sex church and chicken, but yes, on this no, one, right? look, she didn't, you know, my, they, my family knows I'm just me, and I've just always been me. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, it's so funny, too, because, uh, Cy, we were talking earlier before uh, before we got the show rolling that you guys are really kind of, you know, you're working on some other songs, too, and, and you're sort of, you know, looking at maybe, you know, how you might expand the album and do other stuff. Uh, no, Bridget, you know, when I first met her and stuff, you know, and, and I just, you know, since I'm a songwriter and all that, and I said, yeah, okay. You know, and I went home after, you know. And That's I usually said, what I get. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah okay. No, right. so, so I said to myself, I said, well, I'm going to make an outline of how to write a hit song. Because that's you know, how you start writing about, a hit song. Yeah, yeah. You make an outline. That was about a year ago, and I've have I I've got a book that I'm just jotting down little verses and stuff. And you little, know, and if, and if you get that formula, if you, you could know, share it with me and yeah, everybody else yeah. here in Nashville, yeah. we would appreciate yeah. it. Air no, guitar. So, so I just I said, well, okay, this is a lot. There's a lot more to this than you know. Her favorite saying is, Uncle Si, there's just a lot of moving parts to this. <laughs> I don't really call him Uncle Si. I'm like, listen, pain in my tail. There's a lot of moving parts to this. But she's correct. Right. You know, there is a lot more to to music, okay, and right. singing, okay, than people. You know, most people see the glitter and the glamour. Oh yeah. Okay. They don't see the hard work that's put in every day. Okay. They don't see the blisters on your feet when you bought a pair of new shoes that right. you had to break in, and you go out on stage and. The last thing you want to do is sing because your feet are killing you. Right. You want right. to go home, you know, yet, but you've got to perform. Or, well, you know, you know, or it, you've uh, been up for days. Yeah. Are you like Bridget? Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. She ain't been asleep, you know. You know. I did get to well, sleep a little bit hey, last, last night. It took not, a long nap. At least she's not sick this time. No, you know, not. Last that's time, what I was you know, checking through last time. The last time, time I, I thought sick. you guys were working with Kim Carnes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That'd be great on a phone call, but I don't know about on a TV interview. You know? what, what's neat about these six songs that we put together, okay, is that there's not, you know, they're not uh, routine. No. Okay. Not at all. Yeah, well, you and I were talking too, Sida, where, you know, uh, uh, and not knocking any of the, uh, you know, artists out there and everything now, but there are a lot of hip-hop songs on, on the Billboard that all have the same beat and have yep. kind of the same sound and if you play them together yep. it's like they all kind of sound there's a yeah. lot that sound alike yeah, yeah. we didn't put yeah. the girl in the truck <laughs> you ain't gonna find that on this <laughs> record yeah. you know, you know but, and that in bridget it's true though i mean on, on a lot yeah. of songs no, so she people, wasn't invited to the party yeah people <laughs> ask us okay well how would you describe your music and i said well okay i said you know them big iron pots that witches use to cook up stuff in you know I said, you take one of them, and I said, you throw a little Jerry Reed in there, and you throw some Ray Stevens, you know, and you throw some George Jones, and you throw a little hip-hop in there, and then you throw a little R&B, you know, and then you throw in a little country and western, and you take a big boat paddle, and you stir it very (laughs) swiftly, and then yank it out, and that's what you've got if you get our song. It's musical jambalaya. Yeah, but but you know what? I think it works also because I think, you know, an audience – Everybody has different tastes now. We've all come up, you know, whether it's listening to, the, you know, the traditional country or the R&B, blues, jazz, rock, whatever. 
it, it's kind of nice to mix all those and, and make your own style. That's my favorite part about being able to do this. I mean, I love doing the production on it, and I, I love every day that I get with them. But my favorite part is I've been a songwriter in this town for a long, long time. Not that long. I put, I put an extra days. long on there. Yeah. But I've been a songwriter <laughs> in this town for a long time, and I you know, tend to find myself kind of writing with the same writers. Those are your people, and, and you get with them, and, it, and it's fun. It's always fun, and there's a lot of love in the room. But you're always riding towards a direction because that's where radio is right now. And right. we got to make a living doing this and you got to keep your lights on. And I think my favorite part about this is this project let itself be. And I got to write things that I wouldn't get to write with other people. I wouldn't have been able to write a song like Throwback and send that out into the world of Nashville and somebody record that song. Right. And this let me dig into some roots that I had way on back of being a little girl watching Hee Haw and just loving everything about that. And I'd... I'd like to have a whole bunch of fun maybe not as much as Cy all the time but <laughs> does I do, anybody have I as do, much fun as uncle Cy? I, I do love to have fun and, and i feel like music's just it's not been as fun lately and, yeah. and it's so refreshing as a writer to be able to sit down and just kind of go hey i got this idea chicken pudding and it not be thrown out of the window or the door and people think i'm crazy because they're already crazy they don't know they're like chicken pudding yeah let's write that but <laughs> so, so i just had a, a blast being able to to write this and kind of form what we've got so far and i hope we get to finish it out well you know and also bridget i was going to bring up and i mean and i'm sure when you guys are doing live shows and i've seen videos of your live shows and and the crowds love it and the fans love it but you know don't you think that you know the listeners and people coming to the shows have kind of been surprised at the level of the music because, oh, because i think there's just that for you know sure. they, they, they just think you know the funny uncle Cy and you know and sidekicks martian bridget and it's like but it's really not well i'll tell you this because this is a, this is too funny to not tell it i was sitting at a writer's retreat i was in florida in the middle of a hurricane and we kind of had to bunker down at the place that we were at and so we're all sitting around and all of a sudden i'm there with a fellow songwriter and she looks at me and she goes, so how's this project thing going that you're working on? And I'm like, well, I mean, it's done. We got we got a deal. We got a manager. We got going to be on the road. We got publicists. We got, I mean, we're going. And yeah. she goes, what? And I said, <laughs> I mean, all the things, all the things. We're doing all the things. I mean, it's, go, it's going really good. And yeah. she goes, I'm going to be really honest with you. I thought you were out of your ever-loving mind <laughs> when you told me that you were going to be working. She's like, I, th I think, I still think you're crazy. And I said, that's the beautiful part of this. Everybody thinks we're nuts, and God's just doing it. Right. And yep. when you let the reins go, and you let it go where it's supposed to be, and you just take your hands off of it, it's kind of fun to watch what he can do. It, it's amazing. Nothing. Right. That became something, and we're just blessed to have the people around us and around this music. Well, you know, and also, you know, and not to contradict, but I don't, I don't think with nothing, I think all three of you are very gifted. Oh no! Look, you know, I started like, you know, with this crazy like, man. Let me yeah. tell you, you know, you we can't go to square one again. <laughs> it's, a, it's a long way to get from there. But you know, but but you're all three gifted. It's just kind of amazing how all three of you came together. You know, and and it to is. do it this. Really is. And, and how complimentary your voices are and the music is and everything, you know, and, and even listening to your solo material, Bridget, it's like it, it's it's far apart from what this is. Far apart. It is. To a degree. I mean, to a degree. I, we, I, we were able to keep a lot of grooves in there. Grooves are always fun to me. I think I will always write like that for the rest of my life because I was raised on all kinds of different music. And so we were able to keep that in there. And I got to dig deeper into my country roots to be able to pull from that for the stuff that we wrote for this record. So... 
we get a little further out there because, I mean, you know, Sain, I mean, contrary to his belief, he's not a, a 22-year-old country hip-hop artist over here. No, he's 13, so, remember? you know, when you start, you think about the guy that he is and, and him. That's right, I'm I wanted a teenager. Him, I wanted him to have a song. I want him to have a song that he could sing. I want right. people to take this seriously because I had been able to see that side and been able to hear that side. And when we were putting this record together, I'm like, God, we are just, we've got to have a song and it was Throwback Man. That was his song. And as soon yep. as I got that idea, I'm like, guys, we got it. This is exactly what we needed. Everybody else in the world's going to need it that wants to listen to it. They just don't know it yet. So I love it that he was able to sing. And I love how he's able to tell a story. And Marsha, I had heard her sing. And I'm like, tell me about your life. Tell me all of the yeah. things. Tell me everything. And so we got to that about her dad. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Where's this garrison place? And yeah. then we got into pretty emotional talk about that. But I love it that there's there's everything on this record. And, and yeah, I got further away from what I do maybe as an artist. But it's kind of cool to be an artist, part of other artists. I oh, mean, totally. it's kind of fun. Totally. It's kind of fun to be in the band, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> we even have gigs. Now we got paying gigs. Yeah. Yeah. You know, playing shows. I mean, but I, I think it's really neat, too, because, I mean, on the album, too, Bridget, and, and with you and Marsha and, and Cy to where, you know, all three of you are allowed to shine within the album. You know, a lot of times, you know, on one of these projects, I'm, and I'm sure we've all seen them, especially coming out of Nashville, to where it's like, okay, here, here's the hit person, and everything revolves around them. And honestly, the album doesn't feel that way, and the music feels like, you know, all three of you get a chance to shine within the album and the music. That means the most, because well, no, no, when we that... were putting this together, I was like, hey, I mean, everybody is... We are three people in this, but we are three people together in this that make this up. And we are all individual artists within Uncle Cy and the Psychotics. And I've seen it for years, too. And they just stick that person out there. And I was like, I don't want to do that with this record. I want to make this record important for all three of us. And all three of us have something that we want to say and it be delivered from us as individuals in this, even though we're a group. Right. We're a family. Well, you said something to me when... We was talking about you got you got to be the front man, and then you said, "But I'm not saying all of the responsibility is on your shoulders. We're there. We're there too. Me and Marsha are there too. Yep. Okay, to help carry this. Right. But you're the front man, you know. And and that's how this is. Okay. This is a a collective." Okay, endeavor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Okay, and I think it comes across in the music like you were talking about in our six-song EP. Okay, well, and, and people may, you know, listen to it or checking it out because they know your name, Uncle Cy. Yep. Yep. But then I think they're going to be surprised and go, wow, this this is legit music. Yeah. This, is a, this is a real album. Yeah, and that's the hardest part to get across. A lot of people took it as a joke. Uh, well, heck, mm -hmm. your family took it as a joke. Uh, yep. The joke is on the joke family. <laughs> yep. But I, th I, I, that's that was the hardest part to get people to understand that he was actually serious about this, and I knew she was serious about it. And, right. You know, I mean, I had to put my name on this. It had to be good. It had it had to be a record that could stand on its own two legs. I couldn't just put it together because he was who he was, or you know, I can't, I can't just grab somebody and do that and think, oh, well, this is going to be great. We'll throw it throw it to the wind and see where it lands. My name was going to be on it. Their names were going to be on right. it. And I wanted it to be great. And I wanted it to be music that people, if they embraced it, they embraced it. If they didn't like it, they don't like it. You don't have to like it. You well, got and, choices. And you can listen to the girl in the truck if you want. <laughs> we just don't do that. Well, you guys brought on some great musicians also with, with Brian and Kevin and Cliff. Oh, yeah. You know, and then working with Chad in the studio. It's like, you know, 
you guys didn't bring any slouches. No, no. And I and I you know, I've been working with Chad for years, Chad Carlson and I, and I've been able to produce several different records and we just we just have a blast. And I think when you have an engineer and you have a producer that understands each other, that's like being family too. So I just added to the family with yeah. with <laughs> these crazy people right here. Well, uh, Bridget, do you want to take us in, or, or Marsha, if you want to take us on uh, as, as seen on TV? Come on, Marsha, tell them. Yeah, yeah come oh, on. Oh, goodness gracious. This was actually, <laughs> I love this part of this. This was a one-take song. Oh, my gosh. One take. Um, we, got, <laughs> we got into the studio, and Bridget <laughs> went, because we didn't write this. This this was no not, those lyrics do not they're, exist. They're, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, she asked me to type out the lyrics for the songs, and I called her, and I went, um, what do I do for as seen on TV? She goes, you can't, you you can't write those lyrics. It's just not, you can't do that. <laughs> so we get in there, and she said, you know what? We're just gonna let's let's try it. Let's do a take, and let's see how it goes. We got to the end, and she went, that's it. We're done. <laughs> and there we go. And there we no, go. No, no, say we're sitting there, and she said, okay, guys, hit it. You know, and the band starts. And then she turned to me and she said, okay, you're up. Tell your story. <laughs> and I said, Bridget, what do you mean? What do you mean tell my story? She said, tell your story. The band is waiting. <laughs> do, do you know why this is our favorite song, though? This is Bridget and my favorite song. Why? Because we get to pick on side. Uh, yes, we get to interrupt him on stage. leave me alone. Well, let's no. take a listen to it right now as seen <laughs> on TV. <laughs> Acme Radio Live strives to showcase authentic Music City. We don't just do that through all the hot tracks we play on our station, but we do it with our content. Not only do we deliver the best music from local and touring acts all day, every day, but we also create content for these artists that live on the Acme Radio Live YouTube page. Head to YouTube and search Acme Radio Live for all the videos of your favorite artists. And while you're at it, click subscribe so you can stay up to date with the most authentic content you've seen in Music City. To listen live, visit acmeradiolive.com. Thanks for tuning in to Acme Radio Gear Gab. To listen to this song and the full show playlist, head to acmeradiolive.com and check out the Gear Gab page under archives. And that is as seen on TV. Uncle Sign the Psychotics in the studio. Uncle Cy, Marsha Roberts, and Bridget Tatum. And uh, what a fun song. You know, and, and we were talking while we were listening to that song. And obviously, I've listened to it a number of times from uh, when you guys first sent it to me. And, uh, you know, it, it's, you know, going into, like we were talking about, going into those uncharted territories to come up with these kind of songs and this kind of music and having fun while you're doing it. We had a blast. We're having a blast. Oh, I mean, yeah. there's there's moments that I want to strangle him, but I get, <laughs> I, wor- I work through that. She resists the I urge. I our manager to hire us a therapist. I've worked through that. <laughs> what I want to bring up too, Bridget, is like, you know, uh, with, the, with the album and with the tour, and I wanted to bring up too, you know, you guys have some shows coming up, including, uh, including one here, a pretty large one, Bridget, here in Nashville. Yep, it's coming up for the CMA Fest. I'm excited. We're looking at it. You guys are going to be are. on We're the stage right at, at the Hard Rock Cafe, yeah, Hard Rock Cafe. which is across the street. Yeah, and, right and right so uh, so if you're coming in for the CMA Fest, be sure and catch them. Then also you're playing uh, at Anderson Sports and Entertainment Center. I'm excited about that because that's my home turf. You know that, right? Yep, and that South is in Kakalaki, South yep. Carolina, right yeah. there in Anderson, and that is Saturday, June 23rd. And you've got Cotton Eye Joe, which is Knoxville, Tennessee, Saturday, July 21st. And then where? What's the best website for everybody to? Uh, Sort of check out and find find you guys on tour and and uh, order the album and all that good stuff. I will tell you what my my seven year old told his teacher. 
He said, you just go to www.unclesciandthepsychotics.com <laughs> and go get their album because it's the best. There that's, we go. That's S-I-C-O. That's yeah. right. S-I-C-O-T-I-C-S. Because psychotic. That's right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or and you, so- you can catch us on Facebook. We do Facebook Lives Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Oh, wow. Yeah. Monday with Marsha. Wednesday, Wednesday snippet, snippet with, with me, Bridget. and yeah. Friday with Uncle Si. When he shows up, <laughs> <laughs> when he has a technological well, I have a technical man. person to run it with the right amount of iced tea, right? right. Oh, That's right, all the time. The jug. And it's sponsored by Tupperware cups. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, Tupperware, and call tea. us. Oh my gosh! Now, uh, social media. Now, Marsha, I know you know. I found you, but like, where's the best place to find everybody? I found Bridget, Uncle Si, not so much. Um, <laughs> Where's the best place to find everybody with social media? He don't have that button on his phone. (laughs) (laughs) He does have a site, though. He's got his Uncle Cy site. He does. He has an Uncle Cy Facebook page. He actually has an Uncle Cy Twitter page um, that I think is run by Martin, isn't it? I'm not sure who runs it. He don't don't even know how to log in. Let me just say Cy does not run the social media. He he don't even know how to log in. But he does. We do show him comments, and he does get get the emails. Good. he is a part of it. He just doesn't touch the computer. He doesn't touch the buttons. No. Now, now, if they order the album off the website, do you guys sign it and everything? Can people get like signed copies? I'm sure somebody can make a request. Yeah. We can make something happen. And then also, you could download the songs too, right, Bridget? You can on iTunes. Yeah, it's available right now. Or when they say about touching the computer, oh, if Lord. I touch it, it breaks. <laughs> <laughs> it will not work. He, it will not work for me. Uh, Little story. He just Uncle broke Cy. the air conditioner in the hotel we stayed in in Missouri oh where we gosh. played because he functioned this AC unit off of the wall somehow <laughs> but off of the actual unit and the controls were on the other side of the room so go figure on that one that's pretty amazing he broke it only a throwback man could do that only a yeah. throwback man yep that's well I just want to thank him uh, be sure and, and catch him live I'll tell you what what a great show very talented all three of you and and your backup band you. uncle well, sign the psychotics thank uncle sign marsha robertson and bridget tatum and uh be sure and buy the album too and i'm sure hopefully we're going to hear some new music maybe later in the year or uh early in 2019 i like it i hope hopefully, so too hopefully so yeah yep. be sure and check them out uncle sign the psychotics thanks for hanging out guys thanks, thanks for having, having us thanks for having god us. bless y'all thank you yep Thank you very much. Hey, y'all. Eric Dahl here, host of Acme Radio Gear Gap. Tune in Saturdays at 9 a.m. and a replay Monday at 9 a.m. to hear feature in-depth interviews and amazing musicians discussing their favorite music gear they use in the studio and on the road. Get the inside direct track to your favorite artists as we discuss the most popular songs, albums, tours, and books. Acme Radio Gear Gap is produced weekly at Acme Feed and Seed in the heart of Music City, Nashville, Tennessee, and proudly supported by IK Multimedia. Listen to Acme Radio Gear Gap live every Saturday at 9 a.m. with a replay. Play Monday at 9 a.m. and on demand at acmeradiolive.com.